Welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast, a studio DNA podcast. We're available on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. You can become a patron of our show and the Studio DNA Network by going to patreon.com slash studio DNA to find out more. Now, here's the show. Hey guys, welcome uh, to the Horror Movie Podcast. I want to start the show off this week with a great segment we like to call the Song of the Week. And this week's Song of the Week is Psalm 40 by a band called The Remnant. Here it is, Psalm 40 by the band The Remnant. They're on Spotify. Check them out. Just go to The Remnant. They're on Spotify. Great music. Great fun. Psalm 40, The Remnant. Okay, this week on the show, we have a couple cool little nifty things we've got going on with our guest, Amanda, Amanda Altermatt. How are you? I'm good, Jack. Well, thanks for coming out today. You're, you're so welcome. Well, I'll tell you what, um, let's talk about this real quick. Okay. Um, there's a place uh, that is a movie theater. Yes. Um, we have one in the metropolitan area that we live in, in the Springfield, Missouri metropolitan area yes and that uh movie theater franchise is called the alamo draft house yes um you've been right i have been uh what do you think about the alamo draft house and, and tell us about your experience there just uh walking in the front door okay what, what makes it different like you want to play by play uh maybe you just the wanna... one in springfield i guess okay but tell us about overall um 
What makes it different than other theaters? Why is Alamo Drafthouse a little bit different? Okay, so I enjoyed my time at the Alamo Drafthouse. I have been two times thus far. Um, this last time that I went, I took our son, Miller, hmm. for the very first time. Cool. And he is just of the age to where he can go and enjoy a movie there because they have an age cap. Yeah. Which is totally fine. Like, I get it, and I understand. Um, great experience. We bought our tickets online before we actually went to the theater, which I think is probably the best way to do it. I think it's pretty standard. Um, so, we get to the theater, and you, like, just bypass the front desk, which is kind of cool, because you feel like you're, like, doing something wrong, but you're just doing something actually really right. It's totally right. It's totally right. It's not wrong at all. So <laughs> you bypass the front desk and then you go to the theater and you find your seat and, you know, you have like a little number and the seats have numbers on them. And then, you know, one of the workers comes out and checks seats and all that jazz in a very like nonchalant way. It's not like they're like, are you blah, 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 who's supposed to be sitting in this seat? Yeah. It's not like that at all. Right. It's really cool. It's like. It's like they trust you. Well, and what um, <laughs> what I think is cool about it, the time I've I've only been a couple times. One of the times was to see the Last Jedi. Uh -huh. Really thoroughly enjoyed it, but you get uh, a lot of different food options there, which There's is a really full menu. smart. A very full menu. There's a full menu. Uh, what did you guys eat when you went? Um, I had the Cookie Trio. Ooh. Because Mama likes cookies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And <laughs> I had the cookie trio. One cookie was a um, chocolate chip cookie. I'm going to sound like a pig when I say all of this. Relax. Our it's son, okay. Our son it's did okay. help me eat these cookies. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I digress. Um, one was a chocolate chip cookie. Another one was a chocolate chocolate chip cookie. Another one was like a banana peanut butter cookie. Mm -hmm. So Miller and I split those cookies. And then we also had popcorn because we were at the movies. Right. I did kind of want to order like food food but i i hesitated just because i don't know why i hesitated why did i hesitate jack i should have ordered food yeah i'll tell I've you heard what good things well, about let, their food let me segue here okay uh i've eaten the pizza they have there and it's like a chicken bacon ranch pizza thing is that good oh my gosh it's kind of weird to eat uh, pizza in a theater because it is kind of dark in there, but they have these little underlights underneath the tables that you can kind of function. Yeah, I you can know, totally see. You know, and see enough. Um, man, that pizza was good though, dude. Dude. <laughs> dude, Calbunga. Dude, Calbunga. The pizza was so good. Um, the theater experience, as far as the movie goes, I mean, it's your typical surround sound. Mm -hmm. I wanted to say Dolby, but it could be. TRX, it could be whatever. Let me tell you one thing that I really like about the movie experience. Yeah. When you go into... Ooh, yes, continue. When you go into the Alamo Draft House, like pre-previews, they have like themed, themed videos playing. Like I went and saw The Greatest Showman there several weeks ago, and the pre-previews were just like, just old stock footage of, I don't know if it's stock footage, but it's some sort of footage of like circus things. Yeah. Well, this time around it was footage of rabbit things because the movie was Peter Rabbit. So they have these like 
themed things playing before the movie, which I think is very clever that they do that. Smart. Very smart. Um, it has a cool atmosphere. You have lots of room. You're basically in like a recliner setting. It, it actually is a recliner. Jack. Very good. It reclines and you it's, get very comfortable. Did you fall asleep? I did not fall asleep. You've fallen asleep in a couple movies we've been in before. Oh, anytime that normally there's a recliner involved, my eyes start to get heavy and I go into like old man mode. Okay. Where I just have <laughs> random narcolepsy. Yeah. Um, the cool thing about Alamo 2... Not it, this time, my friend. It has, and I'll say this again, not to be sound bad. I don't know if this was, is bad. It's probably not bad. If you're into uh, having some drinks before you go to an event like this, that's a great option for you there. There's a full restaurant and bar area yeah. there. Um, you can take your alcohol. I mean, like, you can drink your alcohol in the theater as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, did you do that? You didn't do that. I did not me. do that. I didn't either. I so. did not do that. Anyway. Um, there were, as we were walking in to, like, the area where all of the theaters are, like, as you're going back to the back where all of the theaters are, are at, um, there were some ladies who I probably had been at the bar mm -hmm. before their movie maybe for a little bit maybe they ate i don't know but they had their drinks that they had with them from the bar and they were taking it back to the theater with them which i thought was kind of like that's i mean that's cool that the theater allows that to happen i don't know it's just a different kind of experience so i um, good job alamo draft house, alamo draft house you're doing a cool. great I, job i just wanted it we were talking and i wanted you to uh i thought that would be a good a good way to kick off our episode uh, it's a definitely a, diff a unique place. We've seen a lot of movies in a lot of different theaters, but I thought that that would be the ideal um, movie theater to maybe talk about. Uh, they've got a ton of locations, 29 locations total. Total? Um, there's a bunch in Texas. I'll list some off, off some. Did it uh, originate in Texas? I'm going to see if it's in San Antonio, because if it's not, then I'm going to be like, why would you call it Alamo, Alamo Draft House? Maybe it was they wanted it to be the Alamo Draft house. Maybe there is one in the actual Alamo. No, Alamo Draft House. That would not be good for history, right? No. The whole thing opened in 1997, the original. Austin, Texas had one in 2001. What, but where did the original originate? Looking, processing, searching. Come on, machine. I'm looking, must look, history. Uh, Austin. Austin? Yeah, the original was founded by Rice University alumni Tim and Carrie League. In Austin, Texas, in, a, in the warehouse district. Good for them. So, yeah, they've made quite a quite a leap, quite a leap in a hop, if you will. Can I segue to something else? Now that I've said that about a leap and a hop. Yeah, might as well. Today on our show, uh, Amanda, Jack. you are going to talk about one Peter Rabbit. Uh, you went to the theater and watched Peter Rabbit. True story. Uh, without further ado, let's start uh, this episode by saying this. I'm, I would like you to be uh, as spoiler-free as possible on this. Okay. Um, do You can spoil some things. Are you going to make me do a 30-second no, synopsis? No, I'm not going to make you do a 30-second oh synopsis. Gosh, my heart's palpitating. But our, our friends, our listeners in Australia, have not had a chance to watch this shit. This isn't out in Australia oh, yet. Oh, wow. When does it come out in Australia? Uh, March the 22nd. <gasps> so... Friends in Australia, you may be able to see this. If you're listening to this for a preview, uh, Amanda's going to give you a little bit of a preview. Uh, but overall, you know, I think it'll be fun for you. 
I think so, yeah. Um, but let me say this, uh, that um, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, we will have Amanda talk about, we'll give a little, a little bit of uh, time for some deets for this movie. Okay. And we will talk about uh, the plot of this movie. Okay. Briefly, highs and lows, uh, the actors in the movie. The plot. And it'll be great. Okay? Okay. Okay. We'll be right back. All right. And we're back, folks. Listen up. So check this out. Peter Rabbit. It's time. It is time, my friend, for some deets. The details of the movie. Peter Rabbit. Um, Directed by Will Gluck. I've heard his name before. Well, Gluck has done, a, I know, a movie on this podcast before. I feel like it. Ooh, I like that movie. Fired Up. He is the director of Fired Up. I don't like Fired Up. The Youngsmas mm-hmm. uh, did Fired Up with us. I do like Easy A, and he did Easy A. No, he did that. He also did Annie. Oh, that's fun. And then About Last Night. And there were some other movies that I can't really say the titles on this. All right. Will Gluck produced it. Zara Nobandian produced it as well. Uh, Will Gluck wrote the screenplay uh, based on Peter Rabbit by Beatrix Potter. Yeah, uh, starring Rose Byrne. Mm-hmm. Donnell Gleason. Yeah. He's in Star Wars, you know. He is. <laughs> yeah. Sam Neill. Girl. He is Mr. McGregor. Is he? The old Mr. McGregor. And then this cat, Gleason, he is the new Mr. McGregor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Daisy Ridley is in this She's from... She's one of the animals. She was also from Star Wars. Donnell Gleason was in Star yep. Wars. True story. Um, Elizabeth uh, Debicki and Margaret Robbie. Margot. Margot Margo Robbie, sorry. Yeah, John, uh, get it right. I've, she's been on. We had we did get Suicide right, Squad on the, the show. We did Suicide Squad on this show. Uh, James Corden is Peter Rabbit, right? He is Peter Rabbit and uh, does a fine job. Do you think he's funny? Yeah, I do. Um, My did, favorite thing that he does is car is his carpal karaoke thing. Absolutely. But I feel like he, um, you know, much like Jimmy Fallon, he's self-deprecating, which always makes people funnier when they're that way. I like that as well. In my opinion. In my. In my opinion. In my opinion. In IMO. What? Uh, in my opinion. Oh, did you just did you just make up a thing? IMO. I'm sure it's online already. Probably. Probably is. There's okay. Always a thing. So, Sony Pictures distributed this bad boy. Uh, original release date uh, in the U.S. was February the 9th. and like we said, our friends down under in Australia, March 22nd, we'll finally get to see this. But surely by then they will have. If they really wanted to see it, surely they'll see it, right? I mean, do you, are there pirates like, down under? What are they gonna? What are you talking about? Like, it is illegal. I shouldn't even talk about that. Right? Like they're gonna fly to another country? Just well, they to could see do that. Rabbit. Is it open in New Zealand? All right. Um, budget of fifty million dollars and oh. box office of seventy-four million dollars. So it's made back its money. Yeah, it did. Anyway, it's got so. some big name actors in it. I feel like. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. Talk about this. Let's talk about the plot of this movie. Okay. Um, without spoiling too much, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about this movie. You know, Peter Rabbit, um, even in his true, I think, 
I haven't read the original in a really, really, really long time. But Peter Rabbit just wants access to McGregor's garden. That's all he wants. I mean, in truth. He just wants to be able to eat carrots. Not necessarily carrots. Like, Lettuce. Like, Rose Byrne's character in the movie is kind of like their caretaker. She is adorable mm -hmm. and sweet and, you know, loves... She's an artist. There's, like, a, a big spin off of, like, the actual version of Peter Rabbit, right? But she's kind of their caretaker. And the big idea is that, like, they are nature, so they should have access to things that grow and yeah. all of that. So yeah. Peter Rabbit just wants to innately get into the garden and live a great life. You got a good life. Because you got a good life. Because you got a good life. Um, well, cool. Um, best parts of the movie for you? Um, I'll say this. Normally, things happen with me in movies that I'm not 100% bought into before I go to see them. Mm -hmm. The big push with this movie is that Miller really wanted to see it. And I wanted to take him because I wanted to experience that joy. Yeah. Of taking my son yeah, to something yeah. that he wants to see, yes. right? Seeing and so his face light I don't, up is awesome. Right. I didn't really have any, honestly, expectations going into it. So we get there. We sit down. I wasn't, I like was more excited about just going to the Alamo. Right? Yeah. So we were super excited. He was super excited to go. And, you know, the movie starts. And I found myself laughing out loud a lot. It was pretty good. I laughed out loud several times. I also did not fall asleep. Which is big, folks. So It's a big deal for a man to not I fall mean, asleep. Friends, not everybody probably would be like falling asleep in a movie. You know. Yeah. But for me, I think that's a pretty big deal if it's one that I'm not necessarily like super hyped up to see. Because it's warm. You get comfortable. You're in a recliner. It's like best case scenario for a nap. Right. Even yeah. though there is a very loud movie playing. Movie playing. But there's food options. You can eat yourself to stay away. Eat, eat food to stay away. Right. But I was, I liked the story. I think here's what I think really helps the story. So I don't want to give away too much. Right. But. Right. I don't want the people of Australia. to. I don't either. I don't either. I want them to, you know, feel like this is spoiler free. Yeah. So there are two Mr. McGregors. Yes. But they have different stories. Like the older Mr. McGregor, who's played by Sam Neill. Mm -hmm. Let's just say something. He's in Jurassic Park, folks. Yeah, and he doesn't really look like Sam Neill in this. Like okay. they really did him up nicely. Let's just say something happens to this Mr. McGregor. Right. And then, you know, some a little bit of time passes and then this young Mr. McGregor comes along, played by... Uh, Mr. Gleason, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's a little bit of a love interest. I shouldn't say a little bit. There is definitely a love interest between that character and Rose Byrne's character, which I think was nicely done because that hooks the parents of the kid who, of the parents of the children who, you know, are there yeah. to supervise. So I feel like that was probably done, you know. But there's some morals and some stories that come from that whole situation as well, mm -hmm. you know. Cool. Peter Rabbit's family dynamic is, you know, different because of some things that happened with Sam Neill's Mr. McGregor. 
And again, I don't want to give, you know, too much away. Absolutely. Rabbit. Absolutely. But, you know, Rose Byrne is a very maternal character for Peter Rabbit. Yeah. So there's some morals of the story that kind Did of. Did Miller like this too. movie? My, our son's a seven year old. He loved it. He loved he it. He thought it was awesome. He laughed out loud a ton. A ton. And then even after the movie, there were certain like little things that happened that he quoted after the movie. Really? Yeah. It's cool. He liked it. He was so pumped to see this movie, too. He really was so excited. Um, there is that, there's that song, Feel It Still, mm-hmm. that is placed throughout the movie, and he really likes that song. And so I think having that song play in the trailer. Can you sing a little bit of that? This, just quietly so I know what song it is. Um, now I can't think of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Little baby girl is in need. left Hello, I'm a rebel just for kicks. Yeah, that song. Good stuff. Might be over now, but I feel it still. That's a very. It's kind of a tribute to James Corden right now. Yeah. This is kind of a, a tribute to James Corden for his uh, carpool karaoke. It is. It's Has a, he done that in carpool karaoke? I don't know. It's I, what uh, the name of. I don't even know. I, I, I normally know that this. Is, uh, that, that artist is MC Hammer. No, it's not. No, it's not at all. That artist oh. is. I don't know. I'm looking. I don't, I don't really know. know this. It's okay. It's all good. No, it's okay. I can't find it. I'm really so it upset with matter. myself. It's all good. It doesn't matter. I'm really upset with myself. I should know this. I mean, it's great. It's a great song. Anyway. Okay. Well, Amanda. Look it up on your phone, dude. Okay. You look it up. I'll keep talking to people. I am um, going to do so it. So, really, um, you thought this movie was pretty good. Scale of 1 to it. 10. I thought like, it was Normal good. rating. I and mean, it was folks, good for again, what it was. Again, we're, I'm featuring this as a movie review on the show. Portugal the Man. Portugal That's the Man. Is. That's what it is. My gosh. Um, I'm featuring this because I, I wanted, I wanted you to, um, talk about your experience at Alamo Draft House and then talk about the movie you saw at Alamo. Yeah, it's good. And then, our son watched it, and wanted to see this movie. I thought it would be appropriate you talk about it. Yeah, both experiences were good. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by the movie just because, again. My expectations weren't that high. Right. I'm taking my son to the movie. Yeah. I'm really taking him because he wants to see the movie. Right. But overall, it was a nice little family experience. Absolutely. He loved it. We talked about it afterwards. It was even a conversation in the car after, you know. So that's always good. It's cool. Yeah. You really missed out, Jack. Well, I, what was I doing? Basketball? I was coaching? No, you were gone. You left us. Oh, that was for my clinic, my coaching yeah, clinic. Yeah, we went on Saturday. Oh, wow, okay. Oh, you don't even remember. I went to Oklahoma. It's fun. It's a good trip. You don't even remember, do you? I've had a really busy last couple do weeks. Do you remember being away? I've been traveling a lot. You have been. I uh, went to Kansas City to play at Comic-Con. We'll talk about that in a bit. I'm going to do a little wrap-up. A wrap-up? A wrap-up. Are you going to wrap Comic-Con. your wrap-up? Um, And I might wrap it. A wrap of the wrap-up. You play that game? No. Um, It's a... I think you PlayStation made, game? No, it's you PlayStation made that, You made that up, didn't you? Uh, no, but it had like a microphone and you would wrap into the microphone and have to wrap along You're making this a up right wrap This little doggy. This isn't true, is it? This is real. Okay. Um, anyway, we're going to do a little bit of wrap up Planet Comic Con. Please wrap it. Um, oh, I'm going to Planet Comic Con. Mm-hmm. It's the best 
of all on right next to the Nelson Art Museum lawn. You will love it playing the con, my con. I gotta stop trying to rap things with con. I don't even know if you are cool, but I know I am not at school, cause it is planet Comic Con. I took my best friend's name is Don. Everybody is from Babylon, cause they work all the cosplay at Comic Con. What? That was not good. Yeah, well, you said to wrap it. I know. That's the best I could do. I regret that choice. I regret everything. I regret. I regret. I regret everything, and I regret nothing. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm prison Mike. I'm prison Mike. All right. So thanks for stopping in today. You're welcome. Um, adios, everyone. Say goodbye to Amanda. Amanda. Oh, thank you guys. Thanks. You're free to leave. See you soon. That's it, huh? I mean, unless you want to talk about Planet Comic Con. I mean, I was there. Well, let's talk about it. Okay. I'm shutting the door on the studio. I've so, been invited back in, huh? Yeah, you're back. Amanda's back, folks. Okay, listen and up. And we're back. And we're back. So, tell us about, um, this was your first Planet Comic Con. Yeah, I've been to the Kansas City Comic Con. Okay, but this was Planet Comic Con, and right. there were like thousands and thousands of more people at this thing. There were a lot more people at this um, thing. Expected amounts at this Comic Con. Are... 65,000 people for the weekend. Whoa, what? Yeah. There were that many people there? Um, Favorite celebrity that you saw? Watch, watch your knee on this thing. Sorry, sorry. It's okay. Sorry. I just don't want it to um, come through. On favorite thing. celebrity that I saw, um, just saw in general? or Yeah, that you were able to, to see in okay. person. So, I was really excited to be in the same vicinity as John Cusack. Right, and you got a very up-close-and-personal look I at did. John. I did. I was probably like a foot, two feet away-ish. You like rubbed shoulders with him. No, I didn't. That's a lie, Jack. I didn't rub shoulders. Didn't you rub shoulders with Braun from Game of Thrones? I know. I Thrones? came very uh, close to what's his name? shoulder to shoulder with Braun from Game of Thrones. Hold on. i got to find his Jer- name. His name is Jerome Flynn. Jerome Flynn. Yeah. Uh, he was there. It was awesome. I, I loved, like, I... I love his character, right, Bronn yeah. in Game of Thrones. But I also love um he plays um he on plays Ripper a de- Street. Yeah, a detective in Ripper Street and I really liked um watching that on the BBC. That was amazing. So and I came really close to him, like I mean obviously I didn't talk to him because, you know, nervous. But <laughs> <laughs> um our came son. close to John Cusack. Yeah, our son Miller was yeah. was very excited to see Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper was there, and Alice Cooper was walking up with his handler person, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that, his handler's name is Bob Westland, by the way. And you've talked to him, right? We have. We met him because he's also uh, manages John Wesley's ship, who's Daddy Flash. Daddy Flash. He's yeah. Daddy Flash. Uh, and we met Daddy Flash at a Comic Con once. Um, so. Um, Alice Cooper was walking by, and I said, Miller, it's Alice Cooper. Miller, wave and say, hi, Alice Cooper. Mm-hmm. Hi, Alice, and wave. And he did it, and Alice Cooper waved. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was a great moment. It was really cool. It was a good moment for um, Sting was there, the professional wrestler. I was excited to see him. Kevin Conroy, who does the voice of Batman and everything. Um, Jim Cummins, who does a lot of Disney stuff. Winnie the Pooh, Darkwing Duck. Lita from WWE, Trish Stratus from WWE, Jason David Frank, who is a um, fan favorite from our podcast. Three years ago, when we did our first panel at Planet Comic Con, we followed uh, Jason David Frank. Is he a Power Ranger? He's the white 
slash Green Power Ranger. Wilfredo was there. Did you watch Boy Meets World? I absolutely watched Boy Meets World. Well, you probably loved And he was hot older brother Eric. Okay. The guy who did all the voices from Animaniacs and some voices from Doc McStuffins, Rick and Morty. Alan uh, Tudyk was there. Jess Harnell. I'm not to him yet. We watched his panel. Ryan Hurst was there from um, uh, Sons of Anarchy. Amy Jo Johnson, Pink Ranger, was there. We got to see her up close and personal. Um, others, others. Palm uh, Clementif uh, from Guardians. He, she plays Mantis from Mantis. Guardians. Um, <clears throat> Matthew Lewis, we saw him. That is uh, Neville Longbottom. Neville Longbottom from Harry Potter. Um, uh, who else? Uh Oh, Jason Momoa. Can't Probably leave the big, him out. He's the biggest He was the big dog there. there the, uh, also, Charles Martinet, who does the voice of Mario and Luigi. Uh, Carrie, uh, Kari Payton, who does, is on The Walking Dead, does Teen Titans stuff. Michael Rooker from Guardians was there. Um, boy, you know who had a long line was Chris Sabat from Dragon Ball Z. Or as, was it Caitlin, Caitlin Young's mother calls it Dragon Ball 2? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was kind of funny. Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo was there. Uh, Trejo or Trejo? I don't know. Anyway, I'm, he's I'm in all kinds of cool wrong. stuff. Um, and then Mark Shepard, who plays... Um, What's his name? What's his name? Not Crowley. Castiel. Crowley, Crowley on Supernatural. Like I said, Trish Stratus. And Alan Tudyk, whose panel was really good. Wasn't that good? Yeah, it was great. He Hosted by, was it Andrea job. Kramer? What's her name? Claire Kramer. Claire Kramer, yeah. Anyway, in a cast of great thousands. Job. Lots job. of artists there. Um, Jerry McMullen and the gang from the Worst Comic Podcast ever uh, did their normal stuff there. They're awesome. I feel like you're missing somebody. Who was I missing? I didn't talk about John Cusack. I, I talked about Alan uh, or uh, Alice Cooper. Yeah, I think you're missing somebody. A big one. Guy from... Um, May I? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Flip through there. Um, so overall, we had a fun panel, in which, again, you can go back in the archives of the last week's episode, so you don't have to go too far. Um, awesome uh, stuff. Fun times. We gave away a lot of cool pop uh pop Michael figures. Rooker. You're missing... I said Michael Rooker Did you say Michael Rooker? Yeah. I thought you said Mantis. I did, but then I came back and said Michael Rooker. Also, I should have said he plays... You know what was really cool is that when Michael Rooker arrived... He was... He came out like, um... He plays Yondu, by the way. He... In Guardians, and he plays Earl in the first season of Walking Dead. Yeah. He came out from, like, nowhere, and he's just like, What's up, Kansas City? And he was really, really fun. Right. And everybody around just, like, hooped and hollered, and it was it was great. Like, it was one of those things where you're like, Yes, celebrity! Way to be cool! Well, yeah, and those guys make good bank. Coming to that thing, they get an appearance fee, and and they get to, you know, you know, you know, they get to make money off autographs. Oh, okay. pretty stinking awesome. Anyway, wasn't sure. So there you go, Planet Comic Con. Favorite? What was your favorite thing about Planet Comic Con? Um, I think for me, it's kind of like a. That's who I'm asking. Oh, okay. Is you? Sorry, I didn't know if you're. You know. Asking someone else no, right now. Or no, there's no one else like in that. the studio. I mean, I didn't know. It's just you and me. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm asking you. It's just kind of an oddity, I think, the whole celebrity situation. It's yeah. just a, an oddity for me. So, like, as a people watcher person, I 
I like that. It's so, I'm, it's so like weird to think about how there's celebrities that are just waiting behind a table and you get to yeah. have like a little five second conversation yeah. with them. Isn't that interesting? And then you take a picture with them and then that's it. And then it's, that's it. Well, and then let's think about it this way. Like, the it's first, just an interesting the, the first year that we went, Phil and I got a picture with uh, Daniel Panabaker. Uh-huh. The second year we went. Was it the went, same type of setup? Yeah, because it was in the very back. That's where you get your picture. It's a picture. It's a photo opportunity. And you pay your large amount of money. So they've taken, so they've changed that up. No, it's still in the back. We just didn't go back there. No, wait. They didn't have that back there, did they? No, people were taking pictures off to the side of their tables. Like, the celebrity would walk. I know this because I people watched. Weird. But the celebrity would come around to the front of the table, and they would just take their little picture right That's there. Cool. With their phone? Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, I I found um, this year to be it's interesting because I've been to several now. And it's like you kind of see the setup, and they the the setup's very similar most years ago. So yeah. Anyway, and I think it's cool um, when people like you can tell that a lot of people who cosplay put are putting a lot of time and effort into their costumes, and I think that's admirable for people who like are into that kind of thing. And, Absolutely. And they and they do that. There were some costumes that I was like, man, that must have taken a really long time to create. Yeah, it's, there was this guy who was like a transformer. Yeah, I know he was at Kansas City Comic Con too. And there's a bunch of. Um, I mean, it was amazing. And there's a bunch of droid stuff there and different things like that. Yeah, cool. very cool. Um, our son, anyway, our son. Kudos to them. Yeah, kudos to them. Our son definitely. Um, Comic Con folks, any any of those that where people cosplay, some people are going to wear clothes that are more revealing. Um, for our son, he wasn't. He he definitely was a little bit on edge at some of the things people were wearing well he's seven he is and he's uh kind of the moral police sometimes we do call him the moral police he is kind of the moral police where he's like that's inappropriate and you're just like well you know it's their choice in this situation and it's like you have to talk them through it it's very interesting i was just really glad that he didn't like point and say like call someone out on it he did a couple of times when he'd see one, uh, he'd, see, he'd see someone who was dressed to what he what he deemed as inappropriate. He goes, oh, and he covered up his eyes, and they were obviously they had to have seen that he was um, doing that. So I thought that was kind of funny. That is kind of funny, but yeah, but overall pretty awesome. Yeah, what was your favorite part, Jack? My favorite part, obviously, we had fun with the panel. My friend Troy Bradley, um, who was my high school choir teacher and my high school golf coach was on our panel this year. Um, we normally have Paul Huft on those. Uh, he had some family stuff he had to take care of. They've got, Wait, a, they've he, got a new baby. He had a, they had a baby. Uh, and, yeah, Paul and his wife uh, had a new new baby. Not Paul and his wife. Paul and Jerica. Jerica. I don't know if Jerica wants to be named on our right. podcast. That's well, why I said that. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Well, but Paul didn't actually have a baby. Okay, I know. I know. I You know I know. But they're family. You know how I know that stuff, how that stuff works. I'm just saying. All right. Anyway, we're very proud of Paul. We are proud. And of we're Paul. proud of Jerica. We and are their new baby. We love those guys. Um, and so Paul wasn't able to go, but even in that situation, we still had uh, room for another person, even if Paul would have been there. And Troy Bradley uh, was there. Uh, he was on our panel, 
and did such, such an awesome job. Laurie and Jared Chester were on the panel, did a great job. Phil uh, ran the sound stuff. Uh, he had to do a lot of troubleshooting stuff on it. So when you listen to that episode, I'm sure there may be a little bit of, maybe I don't want to say technical difficulty, but it was uh, it's just Phil's masterful work to uh, put stuff together and everything else. So anyway, it was fun. The panel was awesome. Seeing celebrities is cool. Do you put any stock in celebrities' opinions? I mean, I I, I struggle. Um, uh deifying celebrities too much. I, I I don't deify them. I'm saying I struggle with that idea Oh, they're just better than we are. Well, no, just, I don't think that. No, they're acting. They're actors. Right. I That's think their job. They have a job. And their job just pays a lot. Right. It's and, like athletes. And they have a lot of fame with their job. Right. It's like athletes. Right. It's like popular authors. I think that same way about like J.K. Rowling or um, Rowling and uh, Stephanie Myers from Twilight fame. Oh, yeah. The biggest. Oh, yeah. And best. I go, I'm not really that worried about their opinion on things. However, I appreciate them for their craft and their ability to create something. I agree. So, anyway. Yeah, no, I don't really necessarily think, I mean, their opinion is their opinion and they're entitled to it. Absolutely. And that's, as much as we are. Exactly. Yeah. But I don't necessarily think that their opinion is worth more. Because yeah. they're a famous person. Why is it considered? What? Why are people shelling out that much money for autographs and pictures? Is there someone that you would shell out a hundred bucks for a uh, photo opportunity with? I mean, maybe I, I don't know. Is there anyone off the top of your head you can think of? Um, ew. I would think if not, you know, last year, if not, um, we were. I was supposed to go. Yeah, and I was, and Stephen Amell was going to be there. Yeah, is that one? I mean, I don't know, but then again, like I get in that situation and I think about, you know, it'd be cool to have a picture with that person, but then I'm like, that's like, and this is maybe the, this is maybe just my middle class to lower class background coming out in me, but. <laughs> Um, I think of all of <laughs> what class to lower class. Well, you know, growing up, it was. I understand. Lower I class. know. I just I, that's why I love you so much. But I think about that's a hundred bucks. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. <laughs> that's a lot of money that I could buy groceries for my family Absolutely. with. That's also a lot of money that like I could spend on things that my son would enjoy, or let's just be selfish for a moment that um that I would enjoy. Right. And, I mean, I think it's cool that there's an opportunity for that. And I think it's, like, I'm not judging people who go out and... No way. Who drop loads of money to get a picture with a right. celebrity. That's totally fine and cool. And if I had extra money, I think maybe I would do things like that, but... For you, it's not nothing. I just, I feel like I'm too much of a realist. So there's not one person you can think of. You have a musician that you'd like to have a picture with or talk to. I got one. Who? Who would it be? Musicians. Adam Duritz. Absolutely, from yeah. County Crows. If anyone listening to this <laughs> can get me just an email from Adam Duritz, I would love to have it. I'm, he is you your know, favorite. You know my. Um, he is your favorite. You know how selfish I, I not selfish. You know how excited I get about um, musicians or people that I'm like. I mark out. I use that term sometimes. I mark out on like 
when we talked to Kevin Easton on, Eastman on the show or when uh, Stephen Christian was willing to do some audio for the show, that to me is just like the coolest. You know, if someone were to say to me, Amanda, you get to sing a song. Like, oh, okay, okay. Now, if someone were to say, you get to sing like a background vocal on a song for this person, I'd be like, how much money can I pay to do that? Exactly. Now, that's a that to me would be worth a lot more, that experience, than just like a photograph. Yeah. But then I would pay extra money if someone actually did photograph it happening or video it happening. That's pretty awesome. Like if that were a situation. You know, it's also pretty awesome. I would pay money to, for that. I would pay money for that, too. You're pretty awesome. How are you going to say? Um, we, uh, a couple stops in Kansas City. Um, we had Yard House on Saturday night. My first experience at the Yard House in downtown uh, Kansas City was great. My first year. And we ate there. Awesome. And then this time we had to wait so stinking long for a table that it, like by the end we were just like, oh, just give me some food. And then I it was like, the food, I was just like bummed out. Like I was like, oh. And I'm not saying it was bad because I still ate the crud out of it. But I was like, it was a bummer. Like I, I was bummed out by it. Again, though, we'd probably go back tomorrow and it'd be awesome. Right. But it just was one of those nights where I was like, oh, man, wait, wait time long. But don't you find that often in life after you've had like that first meal at that one restaurant yeah, and i pumped it up a lot for you, you too well you pump it up and then it, it's amazing and sometimes it's kind of unexpected amazing yeah and then later on you're like oh my gosh we got to do that all over again yeah and then you do it all over again and you're like man that yeah. wasn't as good as the first time we ate at gates barbecue on the way out we normally do that anyway cheesecake factory is like that. that for me sometimes Oh, really? We were like, oh, man. I Dude, their chicken marsala is lit. Like, I had it for the first. I've been to the Cheesecake Factory several times. Yes. But I had. This is like our brand placement episode. But I had their <laughs> chicken marsala because their menu is so big. Yeah. So I found this chicken marsala. It's so delicious that, like, it's the best meal of my life. Right? Yeah. And then you go back and you have it again and you're like. Wow, I really built that up in my brain. Yeah, but the cheesecake there is is always good. Oh, it's always good. Hands down. Favorite cheesecake there? Uh, every one of them. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Key lime? You would never get key lime. I'd get key lime, but I'm always probably going to choose a chocolate shit situation. Hmm. Chocolate situation, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if there was a cheesecake named the chocolate situation, I would probably Ooh, get that's it. a good idea. That's yeah. actually my jam, my new jam band. The chocolate situation? Chocolate situation. I don't know what that is. I, my yeah, soul patch. Remember soul patch? My jam Oh my bag? gosh, please don't do that. Yeah, I won't. Um, I okay. do remember soul patch. Soul patch. You so and we, Phil would laugh a lot about soul patch. We need to eat at uh, Arthur Bryant's again. Yeah. In, in Kansas City. I Get love some burnt ends. Mm, burnt ends. So good. Delicious. I love it. Um, anything else? Um, anything else? You want to wish happy birthday to anybody? Is there someone who has a birthday right now? I don't now? know. I just wanted to say that. Welcome to Hot Mix What with it. That's our birthday Rebecca's line. Rebecca's birthday is in April. Really? Yeah. That's April cool. 24th. I can see her happy birthday right now. But. Let's not We can't. Know. No, you can't. <gasps> Why not? We don't own the rights to that song. It's not public domain. I don't think it's public domain. 
Happy birthday is not public domain. I don't think it is. Now, someone told me that, that it is now, but I don't think it is. So, well, let's make a new song for happy birthday for Becca. Okay. Um, Becca, if you're listening, here's happy birthday to Becca. Happy birthday to Becca. Happy birthday to Becca, Becca, Becca. In April. Ha- in April. In April? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You could have sang this to her in April. Right. Well, she just um, gets two now. Happy birthday, Becca, in April. I just can't think of anybody in February. Okay. Can you think of anybody in February? I don't want to even go down this route right now. Maybe Jessamine has one in February. I just. I, no. No, okay. we're just done. We're done with that. You're done? You're no, done I'm not this? done. I'm just. You're done with this? I'm done with that. Like, chasing a birthday that it's apparently two months out away now. I so. said that, though, before you started singing the song, I, did, I didn't hear that. I didn't listen. <gasps> what? Yeah, I know. I admit it on the air, folks. I don't listen sometimes. Uh, anyway, so. I have that. That's recorded forever now. Happy birthday to Becca. <laughs> Becca, I really hope you're listening to this because it's amazing. Well, you need to tell her. Make sure you don't hit that. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, everything cool? Yeah, I Anything mean. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, what, what podcast have you been listening to lately? Um, What podcast have I been listening to? What lately? music have you been listening to? You can pitch some of that on it too. Oh. I got a couple podcasts that I listen to really frequently now. Um, Like, I kind of go back and forth, like, whatever kind of mood that I'm in. Yeah. I like This American Life. Yeah. Absolutely. I haven't I haven't listened to it in a in a while. Like I've been listening to more like, um, kind of scripture based yeah. podcasts pick me lately. Up stuff, yeah, yeah, just to you know pick me up stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Sandra McCracken has a podcast called Steadfast. Yes, she hasn't put any um, new episodes out like in a while. But man, I love Sandra McCracken so much. She's like one of my favorite singer songwriters ever. Yeah. And she um she just has this podcast that I've gone back and listened to and I can always get like spiritual nuggets and music things from her. Cool. And her experience. So that's that's been pretty cool. And I've been listening to a lot of like worship stuff lately just because just this time of the year. Yeah. That's the I'm just day. saying seasonal depression is a thing, friends. But I mean, you we've talked about that before. Yeah. I don't know if we want to get into that, but yeah, it's thoughts real. on that. It's real. What do you do to combat it? Um, rely on your awesome husband. I I mean, honestly, I just have to spend a lot of time in the Word to get through it. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you. I understand. That's that's what it is, and I do find that vitamin D is real. From the sun. When the weather is nice and it's not raining buckets and snowing and icing. Right. It does good for the soul to get a little sunshine on your face. You know what I mean? Oh, I love it. That's why I like being outside. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Started, I'm instantly in a better mood. I started coaching softball today. Um, you know that. I do know that. Uh, you played college softball. I did. Um, pretty good college softball player. I was, I mean, I managed. Yeah. And so, um, I've, uh, I've got a new appreciation for my wife after today, after trying to coach college, uh, trying to coach softball. So. Trying to coach college softball. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
trying. Failing. Um, anyway, um, well, good stuff. Yeah. So, very good. Um, I'm, I'm going to start doing on the show a very special monthly giveaway. Whatever. I'm going really? to give away right now an unspecified amount of Amazon gift card. And here's how that's going to work. One Amazon gift card? Yeah, one a month. I'm going to start okay. one a month. I think that's nice. Here's how it's going to work. Um, you have to, folks. If you want to be put in the drawing, the monthly drawing. You just spit on me. I can't help it. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking on a show. All right. If you want to be put into the drawing, you have to do the following. You have to go on to iTunes, okay, or I guess maybe Google Play, or I'm not sure Spreaker lets you... Is this like a comment situation? Maybe? Yeah, and I want you to go on to, let's say iTunes, and go to our podcast page on iTunes, The Horrible Movie Podcast. Just go on there. Rate our podcast. You know what? Give us five stars. I would love for you to do that. Rate and review it. Type up your review. Hit send. Put it on the website. And then when it pops up on uh, the on there, okay, on there, I want you to take a screenshot of your review with that rating. I want you to email that screenshot to jack at the horrible movie podcast.com. I will put your name in the drawing. If you win, I will email you and you will uh, have to obviously send me an address to send that card to, but I'll do it once a month. Uh, so start sending me those emails, those screenshots. Rate, rating and reviewing helps our web, or, or helps our podcast out so much. Go on the iTunes, go on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, rate and review it. Write, take a picture of the rate and the review, um, and then email it to Jack at the Podcast dot com. Then I'll put your name in the hopper <coughs> for the drawing of the Amazon gift card. A monthly deal. Hey, just give it a try. It's free for you to go review, folks. So literally, you're doing something that is free for you to do. It's not like I'm asking you. To send me your money, and then I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Just, you know, just do it, all right? Anyway. It's the opposite. You're going to send them I'm going to send you something if you'll just rate and review us on there. I'd like that to was get very up. George Costanza just then. I am kind of George Costanza. Yeah, it was very George Costanza. I'm going to give you something. I'm going to give you something next. Anyway, so there it is. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I appreciate you so much. Thanks for tuning in, and um, yeah. Anything else left? Would you like to tell people? Um, one album that is the quintessential Amanda Alterman album. Oh my gosh, that's a lot of pressure, Jack. What? Just tell me one that's a it's a constant rotation. Our friend Jessman Orchard, uh, who we featured her music on the show before, has right now on on fa on her Facebook has a top ten of all time, uh -huh. always in a rotation. Yeah, pretty cool. Obviously, some County Crows are on there, of course. Of course. So. Um, John Mayer's Heavier Things. Oh, it's good, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's it's on my top ten. Yeah. I don't know where it ranks. He is but... really good. And there are some people that don't like him so much because I think they think he's a poser. You know that? He's real talented. That's he is what... real talented. He's just talented. Uh, is he a better guitarist or vocalist? Probably. I don't know. Is he a better guitarist? Vocalist or songwriter? I don't know. I really think he's all good at all three. Name a top uh, Amanda album other than that one. I'll give you one of Jack's while you're thinking. Um, Music for the Morning After by Pete Yorn. 
my oh, gosh, man, so, so good. good. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's so good. That album's so good. All right, go. That's so good. I'll tell you another one. Ryan Adams' Demolition. So good. Uh, yeah, that is so good. Um, what was the name of the uh, Death Cap for Cutie album? Jufugatsu, uh, Fugitsu. I gotta look it up. Anyway, it's really good. I can do... I'm thinking more songs right now than complete albums. Well, give me some complete albums. I'll give you another one. Um, uh, Counting Crows, Recovering the Satellites. That's good. So good. Glenn Campbell. Wichita oh. Lyman. Still on the line. Dude. It's my favorite. Okay. It's so good. Um, Folks, listen. You're going to send me a review and a rate. Take a screenshot of it. Mail it to me. I'm gonna draw it out. In fact, you're gonna your name is gonna stay in that hopper until maybe until you win. If I do a million of these episodes, eventually you're gonna win the Amazon gift card. Review it, rate it, screenshot it, email it to me, Jack at the horriblemoviepodcast.com. Hey, you can't lose. Just help me out. Review our our podcast on there. Please give me five stars though. I will cry if you give me anything less than five, I guess. Anne Berlin. Oh, um, which one? Um, Paper Thin Him. Uh, what was the name of that album? I, it, I'm picturing it. It's white. There's like a mannequin head on Never it. Take Friendship Personal. That's on that one. Symphony of Blase is on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Time and Confusion is on there. Man, there's so many of them. That's definitely on my top ten. That album for me, Stephen Christian. Yeah, he's the best. He's the best in that album was a game changer it's an album never take friendship personal yeah jimmy world um see i never got into jimmy world uh in college there was one album that um man i can't even remember i can't remember the album names that's, that's bad i can picture the picture the i miss album albums art. i miss albums in my so head much. i can see the picture in my head it had like clarity on there yeah. and it had um can you still feel the butterflies all of that. I miss unwrapping an album. It's real good. Out of it, out of the you know cellophane, mm-hmm. a tape. I miss all that stuff, and it's just not there anymore. It's all streaming and whatever. Country music still sells some albums. Yeah, they do. Um, I will say this, and this for me is on a top ten. Yeah, and it's laughable that it's on a top ten, but it marks it marks a time in my life, which yeah. was my high in in high school. Mm-hmm. In sync. Yes. No strings attached. I understand. My friend Stephen Stephen Price would say I could sing that Stephen album. Stephen Price would say from that's top to bottom. That's it right there. Right there. No strings attached. That's good stuff. So anyway, uh, we need to wrap it up. But thank you so much, Amanda, for coming on, uh, folks. Again, not a typical episode, but you know what? I'm not a typical dude, yo. So you just beast boy from yeah. Anyway, uh, remember rate and review. There's a gift in it for you. <laughs> okay, awkward. All right. Amanda, thank you so much. You're welcome so much. Uh, thanks so much, guys. I'll see you soon. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. Uh, bye-bye. The Horror Movie Podcast is heard weekly on great stations like 88.1 KZ88, South Central Missouri's Public Radio, 104.1 Caps Media in Ventura, California, 103.5 WADR, Janesville, Wisconsin, and 105.5 KFGM, Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. The Horror Movie Podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the thehorribmoviepodcast.com.